0: We are here. And that's what's most important. That is what's most important. Amen. That's what's most important. Audio, video, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And we are live. We like to say good morning to everyone Good morning. He's worthy. Amen. He is worthy to be praised. He's worthy. He is so worthy. We acknowledge our church family and those who are absent, those who have sicknesses this morning. Oh, we lift them up in prayer. And But nevertheless, in our online community, we thank God for you. We um, pray that you have a good holiday season, that whatever you choose to do, we pray that it will be in the line uh, and in the will of God. Amen. Amen. A lot of things we do is not in the will of God, but we're praying that with everything that's going on in life, that we will find ourselves in the will of God. Amen. We'd like to invite your attention to the book of St. John. And we're going to start with um, chapter 12, and we're going to look at a couple more verses. And the title this morning of our word, the title of the message that the Lord has given us is The Language of the Kingdom, The Language of the Kingdom. I think this is very fitting for this season because sometimes we forget who the king is. Sometimes we think that we ourselves are the king. We well, we are not, we're not him, but we want to talk about the language of the kingdom. Father, bless your word, move by your mighty power, bring all things back to my remembrance, and we just praise you for it in Jesus' name, amen. All right, the language of the kingdom, the language of the kingdom. The first thing we need to acknowledge is, or ask ourselves the question, is what is the kingdom? When you talk about the kingdom, the kingdom, what is the kingdom? The kingdom is a governing influence of a king over his territory. The king, he owns the country, he owns the people, and he owns every. Thing in it sometimes we forget that we forget that god himself he he is the king he's the governing body of over the territory and uh we as his people the sheep of his pasture, uh we are a part of that he owns us now i'm going to say some things that might blow your mind but it's truth Okay, Now, when it comes down to the kingdom of God, there is no such thing as a constitution. The only constitution in the kingdom of God is the Bible itself. (laughs) The Bible is the constitution of the kingdom of God. This is the only thing we have. It may sound mind-blowing, but it's truth. The earth was never designed to be a democracy. It's a radical statement, isn't it? The earth was never designed to be a democracy. The earth was never designed for that. In a kingdom, the Constitution is a royal contract between the king and his citizens. It's a royal contract between the king and his citizens. Now, what happened in the very beginning was that Adam and Eve, they violated the contract. They violated the contract. See, there was no governing body in the Garden of Eden. There was no governing body in the Garden of Eden. They were told to dress and keep it. That's what Adam was told to do when God placed him in the Garden of Eden. He was told to dress and keep it. How we got off track, only God knows, because when they violated the contract, they messed everything up. And the Bible also says, let God's will be done uh, on Earth, as it is in heaven, so we have to speak the language of the kingdom we have to speak the language of the kingdom now let 's dive into the word about what we as the citizens of the kingdom what we are supposed to do, we are supposed to do remember now that the kingdom as we 've already Stated the earth here is supposed to be a reflection of the heaven, and since heaven is not a democracy, then how do we get to be a democracy? That's radical, right? But it's truth, we're gonna prove it through the scripture. All right, the language of the kingdom. All right, let's look at St. John chapter number 12, and we're going to begin reading at verse number 49, verse number 49, verse number 49. Now, 49 says, for I have not spoken of myself, Christ is speaking. He said, for I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. If Jesus is saying that the Father has given him a commandment, what is what he is to say and what he is to speak, then we as the citizens of this kingdom should follow suit. Can we get an amen on that? Now, verse number 50 in John 12 says, And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. You know, a few weeks ago, maybe not as many as a few, but a couple of weeks ago, and I was doing some studying, and, and the Lord says to me, uh, I, I needed to uh, begin to read the letters that's written and read in the Bible. Because that's those are Jesus' words. They're written in red. So whatever he's speaking, that is what I'm supposed to be speaking. Amen? Nothing outside of that, nothing contrary to that, but I'm to speak what the Father says to speak. That's why if you don't know the Word of God, if you haven't studied the Word of God, there's no way you can speak what Jesus said, right? Because you don't know what's in the book. Amen? But we, as citizens of the kingdom, we have to speak what the Father says to speak. We have to speak what he says. Now, let's look at St. Matthew's chapter number 6. St. Matthew's chapter number 6. St. Matthew's chapter number 6. And we're going to begin reading at verse number 9. Here in this, in this particular chapter, uh, the disciples has asked Christ how to pray, what, what a, a way of praying. And he said, teach us how to pray. And so in verse number 9, he, he responds, Christ responds to his disciples this way. He says, after this manner, therefore pray ye our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Look at verse number 10. Verse number 10 says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. So the earth is supposed to be a reflection of whatever is done on earth. It's the same thing that is being done in heaven. That's why it's so important that we learn the language of the kingdom so we can speak what the Father says or what the Father has spoken to Jesus and what Jesus uh, has spoken back. And so, therefore, we're all on one accord. Because, see, a lot of times we're not all on one accord, so we speak different things. All right? Now, let me show you something about being on, on one accord. I want to show you some things about being on one accord. Okay, now, what was the language of the kingdom? We're going to deal with what is the language? What was the language of the kingdom? Now, let's go to the book of Genesis chapter number 11. Let's go to the book of Genesis chapter number 11. Genesis chapter 11. Now, Genesis chapter number 11. We're talking about the language of The kingdom, the language of the kingdom, the language of the kingdom. We understand that the kingdom is within us. So therefore, when the kingdom is within us, we're having to speak what the language of the kingdom is. Now, in Genesis chapter 11, verse number 1, talking about um, what is the language of the kingdom. All right, verse number 1 in Genesis chapter 11, it says, And the whole earth was of one, what? language and of one speech they didn't speak something differently at this time the language of the kingdom it says the whole earth was of one language one sound and of one speech but 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 what happened what happened here what happened Now, let's move uh, to verse number 6 in Genesis chapter number 11. And verse number 6 now says, And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language. And this they began to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. See, when we're speaking one language, one sound, then it brings about a unification that we can do anything that we imagine in our mind. They had one language, they had one sound. Wouldn't it not be awesome if the church was that way? You know, it would literally be awesome if we all spoke one one language, one sound, one speech. Then we would not have... Here we go. I'm probably going to get something back from this, but here we go. We probably wouldn't have all these denominations that we have. Because, see, we're not all speaking one language, one speech, and one sound. But in the beginning... The language of the kingdom was one sound, one speech, one language. All right. Now, now what happened? What happened that got the world to the condition that it is in where we're not all speaking the same thing? Now, I'm glad you asked. Now, look at verse number two in Genesis chapter number eleven. We look at verse number two. Verse number 2 says, And it came to pass, as they journeyed from the east. The east means they journeyed from that place of the kingdom from within, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. Now, when we move away from the language of the kingdom on the inside of us, We will find ourselves in a land called Shana, and what that word means there, it means to have a divided mind. It means to have a divided mind, a divided belief. Uh, It's been discovered, or it may have been activated by what happened in the Garden of Eden with the good and the evil. In other words, we become independent from God. Divided minds, divided belief. One nationality, one denomination believe this thing, and then another one believes something else, and then another one believes something else. And so we've got all these facets called denominations, and we all have a divided mind because we've got divided beliefs. We're not all speaking the same language amen so that that is what happened there well, the, the, they, they got confused they decided that they wanted to build a tower to heaven and not only did they want to build the, the tower but they want to make a name for themselves how many believers or how many churches wants to make a name For themselves. I thought the only name that we're supposed to be exalting is the name of Jesus. That that that's the only name that we're supposed to be exalting. That's the only name that is going to change the world. But we think in our own little divided mind, because we have moved away from that place eastward within us. We've moved away from that place of safety because safety is only in the kingdom of God. So therefore, we've moved away from that place. And God said, no, he, he's wanting the body to come back to one language and, and speaking the same thing. Yes, we have diversities of different languages. That's true. However, but that's not what it does when talking about the kingdom. The kingdom, we're all supposed to be speaking the same thing. We're all supposed to be speaking the same thing. All right. Now, let's go now. Let's go to Deuteronomy hmm Deuteronomy chapter number 18 because we've learned in, in John chapter 12 it tells us to speak what Jesus spoke and the only thing that he spoke was what his father said all right now let's go to Deuteronomy chapter number 18 Deuteronomy chapter number 18 Deuteronomy chapter number 18 And we're going to begin reading at verse number 15. It says, The Lord thy God, he's speaking to Moses, The Lord thy God will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren, like unto me. Like unto me, meaning God. Unto him ye shall hearken. He's the one you're supposed to be listening to. He talks about a a prophet. All right, now. He's not talking about Moses, but he's talking about how God was going to raise one up like unto him. All right. Now, looking at verse number 18 in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter number 18, 18 says, God is saying, I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren like unto thee, and will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. Now, that prophet he's referring to there is Jesus Christ. Now, you're going to see this through the Scripture. Amen? Because I don't want nobody to think, oh, that's not true. Jesus wasn't a prophet. Well, yeah, we're going to show you in the book. And that's why it's important to know what's in the book, right? It's very important. So he's saying that he's going to raise up a prophet, all right? Uh, And you're only going to speak. He's going to speak whatever God commands him to speak. Now, verse number 19 says, And it shall come to pass that whosoever will not listen unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. So you have to listen to the the words of Jesus Christ because he's speaking the words of God. All right? Because he says that whosoever will not listen unto my words, because God is speaking, which he shall speak in my name, because Jesus speaks only in the name of Christ. And then he says, I will require it of him. But but let's look at these other verses here. Verse number 20 says, But the prophet, which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. He's talking about these folks running around here hollering, they prophets. And I, when we move, we moved to a different place now. All right, I'm going to tell you what, and God's going to show us what a true prophet is. That's why it's so dangerous. When, I, I I never forget when, well, when the Lord spoke to me and told me he had called me to the office of prophet. I was scared to death. and the, And the reason why I was so afraid is because I knew what the Bible said. I knew that. All right, now let's see what the Bible says about prophets, everybody that wants to be one. All right, now, and all those have already labeled themselves to be that. Now, verse number 21 says, and if thou say in thine heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord has not spoken? And 22 says, when a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, y'all look at this. When a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not, in other words, if it doesn't happen, nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. But the prophet has spoken it presumptuously, thou shalt not be, look at that, afraid of him. So whoever he's speaking, or she, whichever, whatever they're speaking, if it doesn't come to pass, it's not of God. And then he turns around and he says, you don't have to be afraid of him. Hey, good God, bold, ain't he? He's bold. You know, some people say, I, you know, they, they, are, they are so afraid of that person or that person, and then they're so awesome, they're so great, and, 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 and he got all this, he or she has these hits and misses. Anybody been around some prophets that have been hits and misses? You waiting? They, they didn't told you what they, what your life is gonna be like, and how you gonna get all this stuff, and how you gonna get all this money, and how how you gonna have a whole lot of stuff. How you gonna become great? And it never happens. He's hitting and missing. Uh, and, uh, I hear you, Holy Spirit. In actuality, he's trying to shake your pocketbook. Amen. Because so, a lot of time we run behind that stuff, and we believe that. But God said, if it doesn't come to pass. It's not, He's not a true prophet. He, he or she, whichever, is not a true prophet. And you don't have to be afraid of them. They bowing and doing all this mess. Uh-uh. God said, no, no. You do not have to be afraid because a true prophet, whatever they speak, it will come to pass. It will come to pass. It will come to pass. Now, let's also get some more confirmation. Let's go to the book of Acts. Chapter number 3. We won't be before you long. Acts chapter number 3. The book of Acts. Chapter number 3. Acts chapter number 3. And verse number 20. It says, And he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you. He shall send Jesus Christ. Now, verse 21 says, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all of his holy prophets since the world began. Some people do not believe in Jesus Christ. They don't think he even exists. They, they, they don't think, even in Jerusalem, you, you'll find that there are many people who do not believe in Christ. They don't, they don't believe he is the Son of God. A lot of people, and even in Jerusalem right now, Jews, they don't believe that he is the Son of God. They don't believe that. All right? Now, verse number 22 says this. For Moses truly said unto the fathers, A prophet (coughs) shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren. That's the same thing that was said in, in the book of Deuteronomy. Like unto me, him shall ye hear in all things whatsoever he shall say unto you. Now, is that prophet speaking up? He's talking about Jesus Christ now. Whatever he is saying, whatever Christ is speaking, uh, and that's why it's so important that we speak what he speaks because that is who we are supposed to obey, all right? He said he's going to raise him up, all right? And this he's the one we should hear. So a lot of folks, instead of them believing in Jesus, they believe in their pastor. They put, him on, they put him or her on a pedestal, and he or she become their God. Now, you just put yourself in danger. You just put yourself in danger. You don't do that. You don't, you, you don't do that. You don't do that. But so many, and that's why we have these facets of division when it comes down to denominations. Because they've exalted man above God. They are more afraid of man or man seeing them do something rather than God. God sees all. That that man or that woman put their clothes on just the way you do. So why are you going to be afraid of them? Am I saying not to respect? Yeah, I, I'm saying you do. You give respect. You do acknowledge. But you never put them above above the true and the living God you never do that you, you never ever want to do that because only God is the one that can destroy both body and soul in hell only, only he can do that only he can do that now let's look at let's look at Saint John chapter number six let's look at Saint John just want to teach a little bit Saint John chapter number six. And we're going to look at verse number 14 because this gives more essence to, to what is said in the book of Deuteronomy about Christ being that prophet. It says, then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, the miracle that Jesus did, the, you know, the, fi- the fish, Twelve, And and they gathered to them and filled up 12 baskets with fragments of of, of barley loaves. All right? Um, And Jesus had told them to sit down. All right? And, and, And there was a miracle that was performed. But it says, Then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said, This is of a truth that, what did it say? That prophet that should come... Into the world, going back to the book of Deuteronomy, when, when, when God was saying to them that he was going to raise up a prophet among the brethren. He was referring to Jesus Christ, referring to Christ. Now, the next scripture we want to go to, we want to go to Philippians uh, chapter number 3. Let's go to the book of Philippians. Philippians chapter number 3. Philippians chapter 3. And... We're going to look at verse number 20. Philippians chapter 3 verse number 20. It says it says for our conversation. Now, that word conversation that means citizenship. It means citizenship. For our citizenship is in heaven. From whence also we look for the savior the Lord Jesus Christ. This is why I said that I'll make that radical statement in the very beginning that uh, we're, in essence, if we are part of the kingdom of God, if you're part of the kingdom and you're speaking the same thing that the kingdom is speaking, then we are not a democracy. If you are a part of a citizen of the kingdom of God, all right? Boy, I'm, I'm quite sure I'm going to make a whole, a whole lot of folk mad by that statement. It's a radical one because we're caught up in democracy. You know, because you've got to understand what a kingdom is all about. See, the kingdom has got a king. The king owns the territory. The, the king owns the citizens that's there, and he provides. He provides everything that citizen needs. He provides that. It all belongs to Him. There's no, there's no constitution when it comes down to the kingdom. The only constitution we have is the Word of God, the Bible. That's the only constitution we have. And you can't do two thirds voting to ratify what the King has said. You can't do that. It, it don't work that way when it comes down to the kingdom. Praise God for the kingdom. Amen. Because, you know, we as mankind, we will mess up some stuff. and we, we, we will put some things in one place and say it's okay. And, and when it goes, totally against what the king has ordered and what the king has ordained. It's totally against that. So we've got to understand that we are citizens of the kingdom of God. We're the citizens of the Kingdom. I, we We live here we, we, God has allowed us to be here, He gave earth to us, but we have really messed earth up because God says let his will, let this his will be done on earth as it is in heaven, so we're supposed to be reflecting what's going on in heaven I'm, you know even down to you know I've got some situations going on here with my mouth, I said we won't be here very long we got all the stuff that's within our bodies, sicknesses and everything else. But where did it all come from? Because there is no sickness in heaven. Mm-mm. There's a lot of things that we have here it's not there. And if it, this is supposed to be a reflection of what's there, I wonder where in the world that we mess up and still messed up. But we have to speak what he speaks. That's why His Word says, you know, He wants us to prosper and be in good health. We have to speak what He says. not woe is me. I've had a few days. Woe is me. (laughs) Woe is me. You know. But that's not what the King says. That's not what He means. We have to speak what He says. We have to speak His Word. Because what Jesus speaks is what God speaks. Amen? So, uh, he says, by his stripes, he said, I'm healed. By his stripes, he says, I'm healed. I'm healed. May not look like it, but I'm healed. Because that's what the language of the kingdom is. Amen? Now, let me show you this very last verse that we're going to deal with here. St. John, St. John, chapter... St. John chapter number 18, St. John chapter number 18, St. John chapter number 18, because see, there are some things now, uh, when we talk about our citizenship, which is the language of the kingdom, we speak one sound, however, we are under, uh, oh yeah, I got to give y'all this, we are under the system of Bible, because we speak different beliefs And we speak confusion. That's what the the, the denominations and the government, we speak confusion, right? This this, this place is so confused now, you just don't, you know, you don't know which way to turn, who to believe. But see, because we are citizens of the kingdom, we know to speak what the Father says. Our Father said he's going to take care of us. I don't need the government to take care of me. And the reason why is the government will only allow you to have what they want you to have. They will keep you in poverty. They don't want you to come up. They don't want you to have more. They want you to stay at a same level. That's that kingdom of Babel, that kingdom of confusion. Isn't it interesting, right after, I guess it was right after COVID, when we get a raise, they say, you know, on, on Social Security and, and whatever, pensions, whatever else we got, 8.6%, right? I think it was somewhere around that figure. All of a sudden, now we, we've lost a lot. A lot of things have happened. But now all of a sudden, when we really need that boost, what do they give us? 3.2. Think about that. So the, 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 the government is trying to make sure it keeps you at a level that you cannot uh, 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 excel. You want to, they want you to stay on the same level. The devil is a lie. Because that's not what God's words say. Amen? That's not what his words say. Now, this is the last verse that we're going to have. John chapter number 18, verse number 36. Now, verse number 36 says, this is Christ speaking. He says, Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. See, they want the crown Christ.